0: Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast where we help discover a better you of finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh, and in this episode, we go over what it means to detach. And it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I think it gets pretty serious too. I always record these after the episode because I never know how the actual recording is gonna go. So I like talking about... Um, these type of topics because they get so they get so real. And I think there's a lot of depth to them when they get real like that, right? I think vulnerability is a really big piece, especially when you're uh, talking to an audience or you're trying to build a, a connection with somebody that you may not know. So it gets really deep. It gets really serious. It gets intense. And I, I really um, am grateful for those of you guys that continue to stick it out and continue to listen to the whole thing because I think it allows the opportunity for a lot of growth and a lot of change. So with that being said, keep these intros nice and short and sweet, and we'll see you guys inside. What is up my people? All right hey you guys want you guys want some uh, some truth here you a little behind the scenes action? Well I'll be honest with you so when we uh, when I record these episodes a lot of times I'll uh, do whatever the episode is based on so typically the topic or what I'm doing the recording on is always based around something that is going on in my immediate life at that time. So for example this this episode today, right this episode today is based on the the ability of you to let go so a detachment from outcome releasing yourself from the attachment to an outcome that you expect has to happen with something and the tough part is is we don't totally i think understand sometimes what what that exactly means we don't we don't understand what it means to detach from something and to let it go in order for us to move on and we don't i don't think we don't understand the like significance of how important that is because maybe we get that we need to understand it or we've we've never if we've never been told that we don't understand it but in order to let go from something you have to be able to let something new in that's the whole the whole premise around letting go is the ability to let in and that's why because if you're not in a good place or you're in a place where you know you can do better or something's not right in your heart right you're in a place where you're holding on to something that's not right and instead of you recognizing that, you hang on to it. And what that does is you don't let go. Now, it's funny because I tell you this is stuff that happens, right, whenever I record these. These are usually things that are going on in my life. So, I mean, talking to people, right, and talking about different things and relationships and trying to let go of uh, different things in relationships or why things don't feel right to us or why we're not vibing correctly with different things. Um, there's a guy, Grant Cardone, and he puts on he, uh, the big real estate guy. I know I talk, to him, I talk about him all the time. But I just saw a video from him and he was talking about the same thing, the ability to detach from the, uh, the premise or the belief systems that's been installed in you as a kid. Right? And his, specific, his, his thing is, so he's an entrepreneur and he does really well and stuff with money, so he's very much on the business side and he's talking about money. Right And how we hang on to money. And he just told this story about how when he was a kid, he lost a quarter. And in, <laughs> and in losing this quarter, he's like, I would have thought the whole damn house was going to be torn apart the way his dad came down on him. He's like, the way my dad came down on me, telling me, never play with money. You don't do that with money. Never, never, never lose money. And he's like, that instilled, that, that got seared into my brain. And it prevented me from making real money for 20 years. So he grew up and I think he, when he uh, when he first started working and stuff he was a used car salesman. That was his first like gig and he wasn't doing shit with it, you know? He wasn't able to really go anywhere or do anything because he was he was being held back by this premise that money is difficult to get. And when you're when it's difficult to get, then you're it's it makes it that much harder to let go. And in order to circulate and to create an economy and also to grow, you have to be able to let go in order to receive right so it's the same thing with when i talk about the economy right what is the economy what generates an economy what gets things flowing well it's not a bunch of people hanging on to money right if you got people all across the board from ceos and execs all the way down to the employees and the bottom level people right if everybody's taking their money and they're putting it in their pockets nobody nobody's making money right nobody's doing anything everybody's just collecting 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 and imagine if that happened at mass scale then everything freezes and the economy stops, right? And everybody's just wherever they are. That's well, that's what you got, right? And that's just that's a freeze. But if everybody instead starts spending money and starts giving it away, right? Then guess what? So then it starts circulating. And Then money comes back, and then you give, and then it comes back, and then you give, and it comes back, and you learn how to create that cycle for yourself. And that same premise holds true in anything that you do, to include relationships, right? And when you start understanding that it's outside of just a physical reality that it that it actually plays into something that can be true for you in an emotional sense, right, in a phys- in a in a relationship sense, then you that's when your world, I think, really, 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 really starts changing. And it did for me. That's when everything for me kind of started to click. When I start to understand that these ideas of things that are behind physical. Items and physical realities are the same things that are true also for us in emotional re- realities. Once you start to understand that, your world kind of changes. Because think about this, right? How many times, um, well, shit, I mean, I'll just, I'll give you an example. I can tell you at every major point in my life where I went through an emotional uh change. Right. So we'll, we'll call it like an identity change or something to where I let go of some sort of resistance that was in my life. Right. I think I talked about the five times that I had the most resistance in my life and then I let go of them. Right. And we'll use the uh, we'll use the divorce, the very first one as an example. Right. I was hanging on to that, that that had to be the way things were going. And I was in severely unhappy with it. But I was holding on and holding on because I was holding on to this idea that I've I'd been raised with that you do the right thing, you stick things out, you learn, you grow, you, you develop, you change, whatever. And you go through the, the changes, but you always stick through like the marriage and the relationship, right? That's that idea that I had been grown up with. So I stuck with it despite how unhappy I was and how much pain I was in and how just all around demotivated that I was because of that, I still stuck it out because that's the idea that I had been trained with. That's what I had grown up with. That's how it has been instilled in me when I was a kid growing up. But when I got to the point where I was able to let go of that, then something better came into my life. And that's where that next relationship with that, uh, the that first relationship out of the divorce, that's where she came into my life. And that completely changed everything. Now the crazy part is, right, imagine a glass and a cup full of water. If it's completely full to the brim, you can't put anything else in it, right? Anything else you pull in falls out or something else falls out. It replaces the space. But if you can drop the cup and you can empty it a little bit, then you can fill it with something different or something better, right? So it's the same idea with a relationship as it is with spending money. If you got money in your pocket and you're not getting anywhere, well, guess what? Invest that into something that's going to bring it back. You can invest it into an asset. You can invest it into stocks, bonds, mutual funds, whatever it is you want to do, depending on how much, um, I guess, vulnerability you want to have or, you know, all that, that you you want in the economy, right? So if you're you're willing to take more risk, then you can probably have more money, but you got to be willing to give some too, right? So if that same premise holds true, then if you think about it in the relationship side of things. If you're not happy with something or something's not right or your environment isn't uh, conductive too conducive to you being successful, think about how you can make those changes in your relationship or if that relationship isn't what you need it to be or want it to be and it's not serving you and you know that deep deep inside you, then what are you hanging on to, right? I can't tell you how many times I talk to people and they're like, oh, you know, this this and this person that I'm dating or whatever. They're doing this and this thing, and I don't think it's right. It just it doesn't sit well with me. It makes me feel uneasy, and it's like, well, all right. I mean, I think you're kind of answering your own question. You know in your heart what the right answer is, right? You know in your heart kind of what it is that you want from a relationship. You know what resonates with you. You know what improves you. You know what makes you better, and if something isn't sitting right with you, that's your subconscious. That's the universe telling you, hey, this is not for you. Like you are trying to justify it in your own head, and that's where the detachment to the outcome comes into this whole picture. And that's funny. Just I like how Grant was able to tie it in with finances. And as soon as I kind of saw that, I was like, "Damn, that's a really, really good way to talk about it." Because you get attached to this ability to save because you think it's hard to get. You have this scarcity mindset. Don't don't think that it's a zero sum game. Love, money, it doesn't matter. It's not a zero-sum game. You can have money, I can have money. It's, that doesn't matter. It's just what's in your head, right? You can have love and I can have love. We can both have love. It doesn't mean just because I have it, you don't. Or you have it and I can't. That's not true. And the same thing holds true with money. Start thinking of these things as they're all the same things. They're just different examples. Don't start alienating anything. They're all the same examples, right? You have time to live. I also have time to live. You have love. You can have relationships. You can have money. You can have all those things. And so can I. When we start thinking that we can't is when we start putting ourselves in this victim mindset that you have something that I can't have it. Now it's your fault that I don't have what I have. And I can't make a change until you change whatever you have. That's not the case. This isn't communism. That's not how the world works. You can have it and I can also have it. It works together the same. You just have to change what's in your head and what you're thinking. And that's where this detachment to outcome, the scarcity mindset changes things because when you have that scarcity mindset, you're so attached to the way things have to work because you don't believe that there's an abundance of things so you've only got what you've got right now and you can't let go. Start shifting yourself into the abundance mindset, the ability to detach from the expectation that you're setting for yourself in whatever the instance is. I think I've talked before about uh, going out on a date, right? If you think about going out on a date, and you're going to meet the other person, right? You're going to meet this girl on the date and you want her to be the most beautiful, perfect person in the whole world. She understands you, she gets you, she's super attractive. She does all the same things you want her to do. Uh, she enjoys having drinks with you and she's going out and you know whatever else that is uh, is a cool thing, right? But she has all these like awesome qualities. That's what you want, right? You wanna go out and you wanna meet her and you think she's gonna be all this stuff. You show up and it's like a huge catfish, right? It's somebody that's not even close to the thing that you wanted to, to cut, right? She's, she's just come, maybe the complete opposite in all aspects. Now, think about these two scenarios. If you're attached, right? If you go into it setting an expectation that she is the most beautiful, perfect, wonderful person in the whole world that you've ever going to meet, ever going to meet, and then she's not that, what did you just do for yourself? You just created a reality that wasn't even true. You didn't even know if it was true. You just created this reality in your head and then you showed up. And since that wasn't the reality, you created disappointment. So by creating a reality, by creating an expectation of something that you wanted to have happen, and then not hitting that, which it never was going to, right? Then you created this disappointment inside yourself. You, you, gener- you manifested this disappointment. You manifested this negative energy in your life. Just by you setting the expectation, you manifested negative energy. When she could actually be a pretty cool person, she just may not be everything that you wanted and instead now you have negative energy and you have all this bad energy going into it and you're spreading that and you're passing that along to her and maybe anybody else that you interact with while on the date or anything like that, like pass you're sitting by or the waiter or whatever, like you, you pass that negative energy on. Now imagine the opposite scenario of which you go in and you have no expectation, right? You go in completely detached to the way that this whole thing could go. You go into the date just going to have a good time. You're just, hey, I'm going out. And I'm going to have a drink with somebody. And it's going to be fun. And I'm just going to go out and have fun. And that's all I'm doing, right? I'm detached from the way that she has to be. I'm not setting an expectation for her, for my expectation of what she has to be. I'm not setting that. There's no expectations to how this could go. This could go any way. I'm just going to go, and I'm going to make the most of it. And you go, and she's not the whole world, right? She's not the best thing. But fuck it. You're out there, and you just have fun, right? You're just going. You're having fun. And you're seeing how it goes, how the you know day takes you. And then you know when it's time to go... You just you leave right when you're no longer enjoying it or you don't want to be there anymore or you had your drink and you're like, hey, cool, I'm going to take off. You know, I'm going to go go back to my place, you know, and she's like, oh, cool. All right. Like she may be upset. (laughs) Don't think that she may be fine. But my point is that you're detaching yourself from the outcome. So you're not setting an expectation which results in disappointment. When you set expectations, they always come up and become disappointments. This is one thing that we uh, we always said in the army, especially during like planning sequences and stuff, is that a plan never goes according to plan. Never. It fails at first contact. No matter what, the plan will always change. It will always shift. It's more your ability to audible on it that makes the plan successful or not. So with that being said, the same thing I think holds true with the whole world. Everything you come up, any instance in anything in your life, remove yourself from the expectation. The plan's never going to be the expectation will never be whatever you set for it. But if you go in it with the ability to be able to solve the problems that you're going to experience when you go into that, then you're going to be fine. You're going to be you're going to be somebody that lives in a more of a gratitude mindset than a victim mindset just by that small change. You're going to have positive energy that you can give to other people and change the world with than you would be if you go in and you create negative energy on your own. We don't need that. There's plenty of negative energy in the world. There's plenty of other people that can create negative energy to spread. Don't let that be you. Don't be one of those people that create the negative energy. Don't set expectations for the way you expect people or things or places to happen for you or for them to turn out. Don't set expectations. Go into things completely detached from the way you expect the outcome to be. When when we're younger, right, we grow up with our parents telling us things and kind of embedding things, right, because it's what they know. They're going to teach what they know, just like you're going to teach what you know. And just like I'm teaching what I know, I think I have a very broad spectrum of things that I know and I want to teach because I think what I am teaching is very important and very valuable. And I think it's for the better, right? If you're teaching good and positivity, generally that you hope that's good, right? You don't want to blame. You don't want to take victim. You don't want to do any of the things that are negative energy. You want to teach positivity. And I think that's why I've gotten to a point where I like to teach. But our parents don't necessarily know that right they may be just teaching the best thing that they know possible because they want to see you succeed whoever your caregivers are when they you know raise you and you're growing up they want to see you succeed they want to see you become successful they want to see you avoid pain they want to see you happy so they're going to teach you what they know that'll get you to happy right the problem is is it designs the future for us with that example of grant cardone and his parents going bananas about him losing a quarter it sets the example and it sets in his head a foundation of what it's like for him to live the rest of his life, right? He didn't make money until he was you know 20 years down the road, real real money, right? Because it took them that long to get to a place where he could let go of all the things that he'd been taught when he was raised and start thinking for himself and doing things on his own terms and realizing that his parents maybe not have might not have known that what they were doing maybe wasn't the best thing for him. And the same thing holds true. I mean, I can give you an example. Growing up, right? My parents definitely lived more of a scarcity mindset. I I lived in a middle class family, right? Growing up, I had three older sisters and we never traveled or did much because, you know, we were were raised with, we we go play sports and we go do other things and that was where the money gets spent. We don't go on vacations and we don't do stuff like that because we don't have the money to do those things. So we never traveled. We never did anything crazy, which is fine, right? I'm not complaining about that. That's totally fine. But I'm learning myself that that, was a very scarcity way to live life, right? There was no pushing to become the best version of you that you could possibly be because you live in this scarcity mindset that money is not abundant, time is not abundant, you cannot go travel and do all these wonderful crazy things because it's there's only a limited quantity and you can't get more. It's not that you can't get more, it's you just don't know how. You just don't know you, or shit, you may actually know how, and you just don't have the drive to go do it. I can tell you, over the last three years, I'll say, uh, really last six months since uh, COVID hit, and everything's been kind of going down. Um, I, when COVID hit, I started, what was it two different businesses? Okay, I had a property management company going to start, but I started my digital, digital media agency, and then I started um, uh, Tipsy Chef, which is a, a cooking class type business. I started these two businesses during COVID kicked. And I can tell you, when I started, my, uh, my digital media agency was not something that I had any experience with. I had no experience whatsoever in how to run a digital media agency and what that meant. All I knew is that I wanted to get into the digital space. I wanted to get into social. I knew there's a lot of money in there. And I knew that I could make changes and help a lot of people if I were to be in that space. So I wanted to design a business around the model of helping people reach their fulfillment. And helping people live a better life. If that meant helping grow their business. If that meant helping take on employees that need to learn this mindset. If that meant helping people grow their streaming channels. If that meant you know any of those things. I wanted to help people find their fulfillment in life. And realize that they can do it. They can find money. They can grow and become a better version of them. No matter what. Money is not scarce, it's abundant, and we can all have it, and that's what I want to teach people. I want to show people that we can break out of the way that we've been taught as kids that things are scarce, and they're actually abundant, and I want to show you how, and that's what I wanted to do, and that all happened during COVID. Now, during COVID, you might think that's a dumb time to start a new business. Well, it might be, but guess what? You're never going to know unless you try, right? Elon Musk said the guy uh, that has a 10-year vision, try it in six months you might not make it work, but guess what? You're going to be a lot further along than the guy that accepted whatever is going to take 10 years. Try it. I always wanted to start a business. I did one with my property management company and it started working. And I was like, you know what? I want to learn how to do something like this. I think this is perfect. So I started it. And then I started another one. Like, why not? I got people, you know how many people told me you're doing too many things. You can't make it all happen. Yeah, maybe you're right. You could be right. But what if, maybe just what if, what if I can pull it off? And what if they're great? You know, how many lives am I going to change if I can pull it off? How many lessons am I going to learn if I can make it happen? And that's the idea and that's the mindset you got to put yourself in is there's an abundance of things out there for you. There is no scarcity of money, of relationships, of love, of friendships, of anything. There is an abundance. Abundance of it and when you understand that when you understand that there's an abundance of all of these things that people think is so scarce in our world when you start realizing that there's enough to go around that everybody can have it you can detach yourself from the outcomes that you set for yourself you can detach from the outcomes that you think are restricting to all of us that have to happen in certain ways and when you detach from those outcomes you can fr- you be free all that is, all attaching to something is, is making something that's not you, you. It's a, it's a disconnect between your subconscious and the universe and your conscious. Your subconscious knows, right? You know. That's why I'm telling you. In that first gut instance, when something happens and you, you have that first gut reaction, that's right. That's the right answer right there. You already know that. Sometimes we overanalyze we overanalyze what it might be or we overanalyze the wrong side and then we make it right and then it ends up being the wrong decision and we realize that down the road. But you know, you know in your heart, right? You know in your subconscious what it is. You know what the right choice is. If something's not you, your conscious will sit there and to avoid change, it will try and justify whatever it is that's going on. I was talking to somebody and if she hears this, she knows who, I, who I'm talking about, but I was talking to somebody the other day And we were talking about um, some things that happened in a relationship for her. And in the relationship, right, that one of the guys would do something, right? He was uh, liking pictures of other girls. And it's not like it was a professional account. It wasn't, you know, for different reasons or anything. He was just straight up just liking other chicks, right? And I I get it, right? You you guys probably be like, dude, what's wrong with that, man? Yeah, okay. See, more than one person probably think that's cool. But I can tell you right now, I don't. I don't do that. And I got, a, I got a ton of different channels to the point where I've got professional channels. I've got investing channels. I've got all sorts of things. I got personal growth channels. And then I have a personal channel myself. And unless you're a friend or an acquaintance, I'm not out there on the discovery page checking you out. Like it's just, I don't know. One, I guess I don't have time, but two, wh- like why? I've got plenty of other things to do. I should probably be liking people that are supporting my channel and doing things for me. Right. And that's where I focus my energy, but she, that did not sit right with her. It didn't sit well with her at all, and she she was very uncomfortable with it and was like, Josh, what the fuck? Why am I so uneasy about this? Is this okay? And I'm like, you know what? I like To be honest with you, I'm not going to say one thing or another about what it is for you, but you know in your heart, and I think by you asking that question, you already know the answer. By asking the question, you know in your heart what the answer is. You're just trying to justify. Your conscious is trying to justify what your subconscious is telling you is wrong. Your subconscious is trying to put you on the path, right? The universe has this path for you. If you imagine just paths in the woods, paths on the trails, right? And you've got this path, this little uh, this little one-track path that you're walking on. And the universe is keeping you on that path. That's, that's your fulfillment. That, we'll call that the path of fulfillment, right? So you're on your path of fulfillment. Well, your subconscious or the universe or God is trying to keep you on that path because right? that's that's going to get you to be the best version of you. That's going to get you to the summit, right? To the peak. But we stray from that path because what happens is sometimes that path turns. Sometimes that path has to go up the hill, but we don't like that because we like to stay consistent. We don't we don't like change. Change, change is hard, right? Our, our mind tells us that change is difficult. So we get attached to the path we're on. And we get attached to this this thing that's happening to us and we don't want to change it because changing might cause pain. Changing is going to cause pain which causes growth which we need but we don't see it that way right we see it as pain because we don't want, we want to avoid pain we want to avoid that change so we stick on the same direction that we're going even though the path sometimes may change And with her example right she knew she was so she was in this relationship and she was happy but but now some things were happening that that weren't quite right. That some things were changing, right? So the path changed direction and she wanted to keep going. Cause she's like, no, I like this was the path, right? I was on the path and it was here. So I want to keep going in this direction cause I'm, I'm comfortable here. I don't want to go up the hill any further cause that's going to cause pain, right? I'm, that's going to cause me, that's going to cause me to work a little harder if I'm if I'm going to follow the path, right? I don't want to do that. Subconsciously, I want to stay right where I'm at. I want to keep going because this was right. This used to be good. But the problem is, is you get to a point where you have to grow. You have, to, you have to continue to improve, right? The key to happiness is your ability to solve problems. Your ability to grow is the key to happiness. That's how you find fulfillment is constant growth. By continuing to grow who you are and continuing to improve, that's how you find fulfillment, right? You're never going to achieve. It's not something you achieve. There's a book called the, uh, I got it right here, actually. There's a book called The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. And uh, it's the next book that I'm going to read, but I've kind of gone through a little bit of already. And what I understand is life, the path to fulfillment, is this endless game. It's an infinite game. There's no rules or boundaries or anything. The whole point of the fulfillment of the path of fulfillment is to keep the game playing. You're a player in this game. It doesn't have rules. It doesn't have boundaries. It doesn't have an end. The, the goal of the game is to keep playing. The goal of fulfillment is to keep growing, to continue to improve. And that's what the universe is trying to do to you. It's, it's continuing to cause you to grow your subconscious knows that you need to continue to grow and to improve and if something's happening to you where the path changes you have to understand that you have to be willing to accept that and in order to be willing to accept that you have to detach yourself from the outcome that you're picturing for yourself on the path that you think you should be on i mean you end up fucking you end up in the woods you imagine somehow like things change and you you're like ah no i'm gonna stick with it i mean think about me think about where i was right I was with the wrong, I was on my path, right? We'll think about it. Little Josh was on his path and he was doing his thing. And then he met this girl, right? And then this girl, the, the path changed. The path the path went a different direction. I, I met the girl and the path changed right away, actually. It was really quick. Met the girl, path changed. It was like, nope, not not this one. <laughs> it completely shifted directions. Like, psych, here we go. We're going up the hill. And you're like, and I didn't do it, right? I, I actually didn't do it so much that I don't even think I was on the same hill. I think I was on, a, fuck, I think I was on another state's hill. I was, I was all the way over there. I wasn't even near anything, right? I was, I was selling snakes at the dog farm. Dog farm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? I was so far. I was so far removed from where I should have been, but I, but I didn't want to change. That was the thing. I didn't want to change because in order to change, I was going to cause pain, and I wanted to attach myself to something. I had an outcome that I had built in my head, and that outcome that I was attached to was causing me to stay on the same path because I couldn't change. I couldn't detach myself from that outcome. I couldn't change myself and grow. And guess what that did? That led me so far off that path that I was in a whole nother world. I mean, you could have put me on Mars. That's where I was at. And in order for that to change, I had to get to a point where I was willing to take the steps to get to where the path actually was. To go all the way back to where that damn thing was. I had to buy the trip back home. Ain't nobody done that before. I had to do it right? I mean, there's people have gotten out of divorce and still been fine and found happiness. I'm not saying that. I'm just, you know, you get it, right? <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying. Like for me, it was a trip to Mars. Nobody had ever come back before. Nobody had ever done something like this and come back in my world, in my, my whole life, right? I, I had never done something like this to me, my, my personal world, my personal self. I had never done this before. This was the biggest step that I was about to take. And I did it. I bought that return flight home or shuttle rider or whatever you want to call it, right? I, I bought the return trip home and I did that. And it was the most painful thing that I had ever done in my life. But what it did is it put me back on my path. And by putting myself back on my path, I detached myself at that time from the outcome that I had expected of myself, from that outcome that I had set. I set myself away from that. And I removed everything and I let go and then I was able to see like, oh my gosh, this is, this is where I need to be. This is perfect. And then guess what happens? When you empty your cup and you detach from something like that and you remove something that's not right, you allow space for something that is. And that's when that first relationship came into my life, right? I would removed myself from something that wasn't right. I let go of that resistance. And then something that was good for me came in. Now, you might say, hey, that relationship didn't end. I get it. But that's not the point. Because the, the point is, is that at that time for me, I needed the lessons that then she was going to teach me to come into my life and for me to learn the things that she had. Those, that was somebody that was right for me, right? That was the next thing that I needed. But it was never going to happen until I let go. It was never going to happen until I detached myself from the outcome that I had built for myself. I had, I had this identity of who I was. And I had to remove myself from that identity. And think about something that happened in your life that's along those same lines, right? Think about something where you have built this identity for yourself. You had built this, I am dot, 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 fill in the blank, right? Who are you? If somebody came up to you and asked you, hey, who are you? You know, who are you? What would you tell them? What would you say who you are? That's an identity. Now, think of a time of where your attachment to that identity prevented you from from growing and from getting on the path that that brought you to your fulfillment right it's very rare that we can answer that as there's never been a time because there's almost always a time and it may even be now it may even be the life that you're living right now is based on this identity that you have for yourself and you can't let go of right and i'm going to challenge you guys to think too if you're in a relationship right now be you married be be separated and still together or be you guys freshly dating or be Just now talking to somebody, right? If you're in a relationship right now, think about this. Is your identity preventing you from leaving that person? It's not an easy question to be asked. And it's not an easy question to answer. Because you have to ask yourself those honest questions sometimes if you want to identify if the identity is controlling your happiness, if it's controlling your life. Are you attached to this identity that you have built for yourself that it has to work a certain way? Again, like I said, it's not easy. And it's a question that I had to ask myself, but it didn't happen until I went through a lot of pain. Like I told you, the two biggest stressors in someone's life, finances and relationships. And they can go in either order. And that's one of the hardest things I think that we have to do to ourselves is we have to ask ourselves, do we change our job? Do I change our relationship? We don't want to, but are we on the path that is here for us to make us the best version of ourselves? Sometimes that causes us to shift and you have to ask yourself, are you in the woods? Are you in the woods where I was so dark and deep and alone that you were just so far off your path that you had to go through an insurmountable amount of change, an insurmountable amount of pain in order to get back on that path because you couldn't do those changes when the path changed its direction? easy for me now I can say right now it's easy for me because I can recognize it right I can see when I'm feeling something isn't right my ability to let go of it is incredible now it wasn't it was not always that way but it is now and I've learned that right that's something I've learned and I think I've gone through some traumatic stuff to where I've been able to understand that and learn that are you the same way though you and, and these are again I get it tough questions to be asking here but you know inside your heart when I ask that question, you know something answered deep inside and said one way or another. And if it answered yes, great. That is amazing. I'm beyond happy for you. But if it didn't, you got to ask yourself the tough questions. Are you willing to do the things that it takes to put yourself back on the path? Because if you're not, it's going to eat away at you, I promise you. Detach yourself from the identity that you have built on yourself. I built this identity that I could never get divorced. That's not what my family did. That's not who I was. I was a faithful person and I was going to stick together with them no matter what. I was going to do thick or thin. The thing is I set a boundary for myself and that boundary was broken. And when that boundary was broken, that caused me to change. And I didn't fully change until I went through the pain that caused me to be put back on the path. I just set boundaries for myself and that was one of the ones I didn't break. That's what initiated everything. But are you willing to do the same thing? Are you letting an identity that you have built for yourself control the direction you're going to go? One of my, uh, I'll side tangent this a little bit, but one of my mentors, um, his name's Jason capital and he does a lot with, he's, he's on the agency side of things. So he does a lot in the digital media marketing side and he teaches um, a lot of uh, like sales techniques and stuff. So he's, he's really good a really young entrepreneur. I think actually went to Michigan state, didn't graduate, uh, dropped out early cause he was making too much money and just was like, yeah, this is dumb. I don't know why I'm here. So, he told a story where, I'm trying to remember, I guess, the, the specifics of the way he told it, but he was he was talking about the way that he was attached to the way he was, right? He built this identity of who he was, of what he did. I don't know how early in his career or anything this was, but he built this identity of who he was. And over the, this time period, right, he got to a point where he had pretty much let go of a lot of things. He had let go of a lot of different things. And now he has started surrounding himself with people that were thinking bigger and doing bigger things and and helping other people grow, right? When you get to a certain point where you want to grow, you can help other people grow as well. So he started surrounding himself with these people. Well, he said he was at this party, right? And one of the guys that he was uh, pretty tight with was, uh, um, I think it was a biokinetics or something. It was was something along along, uh, movements of the body and interacting with like spirituality at the same time, right? interacting it's kind of like a yoga and bioenergetics all together right so this guy was really good at and he told him i'll tell the story as best as i can remember if jason's listening i'm sorry about this i'm gonna butcher it but i'll tell you the best way i can remember and they were at the party right he's he's at his place i don't know if he's in puerto rico or what because he has a house in puerto rico on the beach so you imagine they're at the house and then uh, they're out in the backyard by the pool or something and then he's like hey can you teach me talking to the guy right elliot elliot was his name and he's like Elliot. Can you show me some bioenergetic stuff? And he's like, Yeah, man. You sure? And he's like, Yeah, let's do it. And he's like, All right, sweet. He's like, Follow me. And he led him up to his room. Right. He let <laughs> like like he was gonna do something with him. Right. But no, he led him up to his room. And he's like, Okay. And he closed the door behind him. And he's like, All right, take your clothes off. And he's like, What? And he's like, Come on. And he's like, All right, all right, all right. So he was he was trying to let go. The whole idea was Elliot was getting him to let go of this identity that he was that he has built around himself. That's what the whole uh, premise of this thing was, is he was breaking down the identity that he had, that Jason had built for himself. He, and he was creating this new version of himself of who he really was, right? So like breaking, it's almost like you got a shell and the real version of you isn't that shell, the real version's inside and you need to break out of the shell in order to let the true you out. So by doing this, he told him to get down and he got down to his boxers, right? he's not totally naked, but he's like stripped down. And then he's like, sitting in the middle of the room. He's like, we need a mattress, He's like, what? So they, they stripped the bed, pull all the stuff off, threw the mattress. He's got a big old room. So he threw the mattress in the middle of the room. And then he started just doing these like, like yoga techniques and like all this other types of stuff, right? And he started like really getting into the, the bioenergetics piece of it. And he said, by the end of it, he's like, when I was done, he was like, holy shit, I was breathing heavy. I was laying there on the ground. I was completely upside down and I was just like completely freed. He's like, I felt this complete peace and calmness come over me. He's like, I felt completely freed. Like, I was doing things that the old me wouldn't have done. He's like, like different movements and stuff and and whatnot. He's like, I'm doing things that would have looked silly, right? He's like, I, my old me would have thought these things look silly. And then I would have been judged and stuff. And he's like, I wouldn't have done them. But I let go and I accepted whatever was happening and I did it. And by the end of it, he's like, I was laying on the ground completely like on my back. Just like staring up the sky like completely like at peace, right? He was, he was super worn out because they you know done a lot of like, it's kind of like a workout and yoga and stuff you can imagine. But he's like, I was completely at peace. I was calm. It's like I had been released. And then he's looking over and Elliot's sitting there on the floor just in like a yoga pose, just like meditating. He's like, what in the world just happened? The cool thing about that story is I'm telling you, that's what it's like to let go of your identity. When you let go of an identity that isn't serving you, When you've created this version of you that isn't truly you. Once you learn how to let go of that, you'll feel completely freed. And that holds true in finances and it holds true in relationships. The two biggest stressors of life are based around this identity that we create for ourselves of who we fall into in those categories. And when you let go of who you think you are and this identity you've built for yourself that isn't truly you, and you accept the real version of yourself... That's when you can achieve anything. That's when you find the way that you can make money and money pours into your life with true, real abundance. And that's when you find the love of your life, the person that you're meant to be with, the person that's there for everything that you need, right? The person that finds your fulfillment. You find the fulfillment in finances and you find the fulfillment in relationships. You're on that path. You You put yourself back on the path. You break the identity. You let go of that outcome and you put yourself back on the path. I'm telling you, it's crazy. It is crazy stuff here, but I love it because it's so real. It's so true, and for me, like I'm, I'm preaching this stuff because it's fresh. Like I'm telling you, this this stuff isn't like like Josh hasn't been doing this for ten years, like Tony Robbins or Grant Cardone's. You know, like I haven't been doing this for a long time. I'm doing this because it's fresh. It's real. It's it's now. Like this is the now stuff in my life. These are the things that make the changes. And I'm, I'm telling you, like I need. I want to get this word out because that's the next goal for me is I want to build someone else up to the point where I'm at. I want to help somebody somebody else do the things that they've always wanted to do and break out of that shell and let go of the identity that they had so that they can become that best version of themselves, so they can find that fulfillment in their finances, so they can find that eternal happiness inside their relationship. Because it exists. It's there. It's there. Remember, abundance. It's there. There's so much of it for everybody to have. Don't think you can't. It's there. You just have to break out of the identity that you set for yourself if it's not serving your purpose. If that identity is not serving your purpose, break out, let go, be free. You can do it. It's possible. You just got to be willing to accept that you're going to have to change. And that's why that quote, when they say the new version of you is going to have to cost you the old version of you. That's why I set... Um, this book that I'm writing. So I'm kind of writing like a biography. I don't know uh, what direction it's going to go yet. But regardless, I refer to myself as the Josh 1.0 and then the Josh 2.0 because I think they're two different people. I really, really, truly think Josh pre where I'm at right now and Josh six months ago post are two very, very, very different people. One was afraid to let go of an identity and one now has completely released himself and relinquished that. And they're two totally different people. I'm telling you, it's fresh. It's fresh. That's why I'm teaching. It's fresh because it's happening to me right now. And when you learn how to do that and you let go, it's incredibly freeing because then you're on your path of fulfillment. You understand the abundance of everything. Everything flows freely to you in your life and you don't have to worry about anything. You're just, you're, you're on the path. You're where you need to be. You are on the path and things are going the way they're supposed to for you in your life. And you know that you can feel it. It's peaceful. I will tell you. I think that's the biggest thing is, when you are on the path, and when you are doing something right. And I'm not saying I'm doing everything right. Trust me. There's there's still things that I'm struggling to let go of, and things that I got to deal with. Right. And I'm never I'm never fully there. That's what the path of fulfillment is called. Constant growth, right? It's constantly improving. But when you are able to do these things, it's this feeling of peace. It's it's calmness. It's this it's this really unique tranquility that. Everything is where it's supposed to be. That you are where you're supposed to be. You're on the path. You're where you're supposed to be. And I'm telling you, it's peaceful. And that's what the path of fulfillment is, is the path of fulfillment is peaceful. You're faced with challenges and you solve them. You're faced with choices and you make the right ones. Because you no longer question, you understand these things. You understand the ability not to be attached to an outcome. You understand the, the concept of abundance versus scarcity. You understand all these things, letting go of an identity that doesn't serve you. When you can understand those things, you're on your path. When, you're, when you take action with those things, you're on that path of fulfillment. And that's what this whole thing's about. That's what, that's what the whole podcast is about. It's not about making money. It's not about the love of your life. It's not about making people happy. It's not about any of those things, right? That's all, just, it's all bullshit covering that kind of looks nice and sounds cool. right? It's not about any of that. It, the reason I named it fulfillment is because fulfillment is the most important thing in our life. To, uh, not Tony Robbins, but um, Robin Williams, right? He lacked fulfillment. He had success, but he lacked fulfillment. And then he ended up killing himself. Success without fulfillment is, is the worst tragedy ever. That is the ultimate failure. Success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Tony Robbins says that. That's a Tony Robbins quote. And it's so true. It's so true. You don't want to fall into that. The whole goal of this podcast, isn't the, it's not the money podcast. It's not the love podcast. Not the relationship podcast. It's not the successful podcast. It's the fulfillment podcast. Because life is about fulfillment. When you reach your fulfillment, when you start achieving your fulfillment, you're on the journey of constant growth and improvement. You're on the journey of fulfillment. And that's the whole goal. The whole goal is to get yourself to the journey of fulfillment so you're achieving and living the life the way that you're supposed to be living. The way that you feel in your heart is the exact harmonious part of you. You're living where you're supposed to be. And you've reached, you're, you're in this fulfillment mindset. You're living in your fulfillment. Detach yourself from the outcome. Let go of things that don't serve you. Let go of relationships. Let go of jobs. Let go of friendships. Let go of things that don't serve you. Let go of places. Let go of people. Let go of things. Detach yourself from the outcome. Shift yourself from a scarcity to an abundance mindset. And understand that you can achieve fulfillment. You already know how to do it in your heart. Get yourself on that path. Stop putting off the things that are hard to do start acknowledging these pains because they only get worse and start taking action in your life to put yourself on that path of fulfillment. With that being said, that's all I got guys. Thank you so much guys for again, tuning in. Um, this, this one got kind of deep, right? I think it got kind of serious and I love that. I, I, I really, this one kind of, it, it's, it struck home with me. I think as I was kind of talking through it and going through the episode, but let that one, I like, let that hit and listen to it a couple times. Send it to your friends because that's, um, I think that's the hardest thing for people to understand is to let go. Sometimes you got to let go in order to receive. Like, if that's the way it works, you know? You have to show the universe, you have to show God that you are willing to let go of something because you trust and you have faith that something better is coming along. It's the, it's the test, right? It's the test. You have to be able to let go in order to show that you have faith that something better is coming along. And when you do that, you make space. You make space for something that's better, and then something better shows up. So don't forget it. Keep that. Write that down. I hope you guys are taking some notes. If you guys want to remember some things, I always say make little note cards and stuff and put them by the side of your bed so when you wake up in the morning, you can can kind of read through a couple of big points and you don't forget it every day. Just keep doing it. And then you start instilling these tiny little nuggets of information and important things to remind yourself as you go throughout the day. So take that for what it's worth listen to it every you know take little notes listen to the note cards do what you can um like you said i'm on uh, all the different things you guys please go in rate the podcast love that You're getting a lot of really good feedback i love that you guys are sharing please feel free to share send this to all your friends and uh we look forward to talking to you guys on the next one see ya